and welcome to another episode of the Journal of Ithacos podcast. My name is Dr. Andreas Voss, and together with Dr. Manus Bridakis, we're more than happy to have Professor Stefano Zaffanini and uh, Dr. Alberto Grassi from the Clinica Ortopedica e Traumatologica at the Instituto Ortopedico Orizioli in Bologna, Italy, with us today. In this episode, we will talk about their recently published article titled Objective Laxity and Subjective Outcomes are More Influenced by Meniscal Treatment Than Anterior Cruciate Ligament Reconstruction Technique at a minimum of two years follow-up in a Journal of Isicus. Ciao Stefano and ciao Alberto and thank you for your time to join our podcast and thank you Stefano for joining uh, the podcast once again. I think, uh, I believe you are the only one Uh, who is joining this podcast for the second time. So congratulations for another publications. As everyone knows, uh, Stefano Zaffanini, maybe um, Alberto, you can tell us about uh, your own person in a few words about your clinical and scientific background. I'm a mainly knee arthroscopic knee surgeon. Uh, I did my residency with uh, Professor Zaffanini here at Rizzoli and then I work with him since 10 years. So I'm focused on uh, Uh, sports medicine and arthroscopy and uh, the research background is mainly this uh, this field uh, of ligament reconstruction and meniscal replacement so this paper and this work really joined the two of the main uh, scientific background of my practice how did you come up with this study did you expect any differences or did you see patients before the study with different clinical outcome depending on the type of ACL reconstruction, Stefano? Uh, actually, this, uh, uh, we, the idea was to demonstrate a little bit uh, the efficacy of our technique, so of hamstring uh, uh, plus extraarticular plastic respect to other technique. But uh, at the end, so the idea th that came up for the study was this one. And this was a part of a very big project that we have in our institute that was uh, uh, received also a grant from the Minister of Health to describing the results of three different techniques. So the study came out from this idea and from this project that we have to run for the Minister of Health in Italy. Okay. And uh, Alberto? How did you randomize your patients? Did you include all type of ACL tears or only a specific rupture pattern? So uh, regarding the inclusion, we include uh, every type of lesion uh, based on uh, MRI and especially clinical evaluation. So we did not need the exclusion based on partial or uh, incomplete rupture. And regarding randomization, we apply the protocol using the envelope, uh, opaque seal envelope to, to assign the patient to the different reconstruction techniques. Okay. And in regards to meniscal injuries in treatment, did all groups get the same meniscal treatment strategy? Uh, when did you preserve and repair it? And when did your patient get a partial meniscectomy, Stefano? So for meniscal injury and treatment, uh, all group had the same, of, obviously, meniscal treatment strategy. That is our uh, idea of how to, to try to repair as much as we can the menisci. So if you have a lesion that we think or we thought it was, could be treated, we suture uh, in, uh, with all inside the suturing device. So this is our idea. And uh, the patient that received meniscectomy was really very irreparable meniscal lesion 
that really cannot be, even if we try, we were not able to, to replace or to repair. And so we have to do a sort of partial meniscectomy, as less meniscectomy as we can. A point here, because in the, the protocol of the original protocol, the study did not include the bucket handle tears. So those type of tear were excluded from, uh, from the protocol. Okay. So Alberto, what, what was the most important finding of your study? And can these results be transferred into daily practice? Uh, the, the, as we say at the beginning, our idea was to assess the different type of surgical technique. But at the end, with the uh, laxity assessment, the clinical assessment, we were not able to find difference. So uh, we uh, expected some form of difference, but that we were not able to find, at least with this type of outcome. So we focused the attention on minister strategy and actually we found uh, this uh, evidence that patients with the um, partial meniscectomy had worse result and the laxity that was uh, similar to another study we did with navigation. So now we came up uh, with the idea that treating the meniscus sometimes is more important than focus only on the intraarticular ACL reconstruction. So we now try to apply uh, more attention in repair uh, as much as uh, uh, meniscal lesion as we can. So that comes to my next question. So if there is no difference between the three groups, would it not be easier to just perform a single bundle reconstruction? Just asking, assuming that a single bundle reconstruction could be faster, Stefano? This could be one of the comments that we can have from the study, for sure. But now, in fact, uh, uh, in our end, uh, the technique of hamstring uh, plus extraarticular plastic is so quick uh, that is not so much different between uh, single bundle and single bundle plus lateral plastic. So for us, it's really the same and it's about 20, 25 minutes to do a ACL. So for us, uh, I agree with you that a single bundle is uh, definitely a nice solution, but maybe in a special patient, like maybe sports guy or cutting star sports guy, then uh, maybe the adding an extraarticular plastic can give you, give you a, a plus. I totally agree with that. So these studies refer only to proms and laxity. So we don't know about uh, kinematics or long term. So with this data, we are aiming to study in the future with uh, according to the study protocol of the original study, also the ethical cartilage and then laxity. So the, the question is still open. Okay. I understand so but uh, at the end did the results change your clinical practice uh, alberto uh, actually regarding the, the meniscal regarding the choose of the technique no but now we pay attention to 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 repair uh, more the medial meniscus because we think that it has a, a stabilization effect and also pain and long-term protection so based on the study and also uh, check with the MRI that we did for another study protocol, we push a, a more the meniscal uh, repair. Great. I think that would be uh, anything I could ask you. And I think you have summarized perfectly your article. So, um, Stefan and Alberto, thank you once again for joining our podcast. And hopefully we'll have you back for your 
third podcast with your next publication in the thank Journal you. of Isacos. Thank you, Journal of Isacos, for this opportunity. Thank you. Really thank you very much. This was Associate Professor Dr. Andreas Voss from the University Hospital of Regensburg in Germany on behalf of the Journal of Isacos. We hope to have you back for our next episode. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the society or the journal. <laughs>